from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Bears have second and goal at the two. Bohannon under center. Straight eye behind him. The fullback is Dylan Doyle. Doyle gets the carry. He is in. <laughs> Dylan Doyle, the linebacker, gets the call. Touchdown, Bears. Dylan Doyle lined up at fullback, runs it in on homecoming. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marine Land Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Play, second and goal from the two. Straight eye behind Bohannon. Makes the handoff, going to throw it. He's got it, touchdown. Oh, it's Dylan Doyle, a second homecoming special. He has a touchdown rushing. He has a touchdown receiving. Two touchdowns today for Dylan Doyle. I think today was where the, the preparation met the opportunity. Um, I think a lot of people a lot of people say that, but it happened today, and so that was that was a lot of fun to stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Baylor has the homecoming win over the BYU Cougars today. Baylor is six and one on the season. Baylor wins over the Visitors from Provo, Utah, 38-24, the final score. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us celebrating that Baylor win over BYU from Saturday. Welcome in. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. And highlights and Dylan Doyle in the open. What about the game? Aaron Sexton, what about the game for Dylan Doyle? Remember, he's a linebacker. Yes. But what about his game on Saturday? He had an amazing game <laughs> on both sides of the ball. I mean, right. just... Just, uh, I mean, yeah, you you get the two touchdowns, which is really cool, but then he had a sack and a tackle for loss, right? Yes. I mean, he was just all over the place. First Baylor player ever to have a sack, a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown in the same game, uh, which is saying a lot. And that's not really a stat you would have ready. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he did that on Saturday. He lined up in the fullback position, and he's done that several times this year. Um, but this year, this week uh, was handed the ball and scored a touchdown and then went out in the flat on the right side and caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, to say that BYU was not expecting Baylor to throw to him would probably be an understatement <laughs> because nobody right. went with him. They're like, oh, okay, he's not – they didn't hand it off to him. You know, he's just a decoy. No, they threw it to him. Yeah, he, absolutely. He's got pretty good hands because he hauled it in and got into the end zone. They ran the same play the week before against West Virginia and threw to Ben Sims. Ben Sims was out there oh, yeah, also. That's right. So he was covered very closely, but that left Dylan Doyle open, so uh, caught a touchdown pass. Now, he was a tight end in high school. 
So he has had some experience doing that. That was in Iowa growing up there. But, uh, you know, who would ever expect that to, uh, you know, maybe to hand him the ball in the fullback position, short yardage, you might expect that. But who would ever expect Baylor throwing the ball to him? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was wild. It was a great game. Um, and no disrespect to BYU, but not as close as the final score indicated. I mean, there was, you know, the, the fourth down conversions that have been going way, uh, Baylor's way, you know, B, give BYU credit. They stopped them, right, you know. But, right. I mean, without that and without uh, uh, Gary throwing his first interception of the right. year, you know, in the end zone, um, you know, there was a few things that made that game stay closer later. I mean, it was yeah, obviously Baylor, you know, kind of uh, ran away from him in the fourth quarter. But – uh, a few more thing, a few things break Baylor's way in the first half, and it's it's kind of that way at halftime, and there's no looking back. Yeah. So Baylor was two for four in uh, in third down conversions. One of those misses was the interception thrown in the end zone by Gary Bohannon. Now, had that not been fourth down, he probably would not have tried to force that ball in there, right? Uh, and probably wouldn't have been picked off. That's one where you you know if it's third down or so, you throw it away and you live to fight another day right but it was fourth down he had to throw it in there it was Gary Bohannon's first uh, interception of the year first interception in 190 career pass attempts going back to last year uh, 19 short of the NCAA record oh, man. set by Robert Griffin the third Wow. Yeah. That's a great Consecutive stat. passes That's without an interception stat. to start a career. And Rob was there. He was in the booth right next to us doing TV on Saturday. Uh, first interception in 153 attempts this year for uh, for Gary Bohannon. And still had an outstanding game. That pass to Tyquan Thornton, he just oh. – dro- you know, the, I know it's it gets – overused a little bit now but he really did he dropped a dime to him he put <laughs> exactly. it right over his shoulder away from the defensive back because Thornton had had a step on him but it was just a step you know he didn't have a ton of separation and and uh, Gary just threw a perfect ball to him it was it was a uh, a great pass and he had a great game you know he had the he had the one interception like you said it was on fourth down he was trying mm-hmm. to make something mm-hmm. happen other than that he, he was outstanding, as he has been, you know, most of the year. Yep. 38-24 was the final. Baylor wins it over Brigham Young. A couple of other notes. Uh, how about this? Uh, Baylor's been really hit hard by the uh, penalty bugaboo this year. Um, how about improving that area to the tune of zero penalties for zero yards against BYU? First time in school history that Baylor has not had a penalty accepted in a game. Yeah, that's that's hard for any team at any level to do, no yeah. matter how well oh, coached yeah. or how disciplined you <laughs> are, because uh, to to get through a game without a penalty, and that just uh, that says a lot about the team and the coaching staff, because yeah. he's he's talked about it in every post game that that's been a point of emphasis. You know, yeah, that's part of those hidden yard hidden yards that he talks about that he emphasizes is penalty yards, and it's it's it's. Uh, it's hurt him in a couple of games. It definitely did not in this one. Definitely uh, can see the coaches' uh, influence on these guys. You know what they work on, what they what they focus on, and part of that was, uh, you know, you got to cut down on penalties. Got to cut down on that. Well, they did that well on Saturday. And and you would think that you would see it a lot more, but you really don't. Coach Aranda would talk about things in the post game, 
win or lose, mostly win this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. But those things would improve the next week. Yeah, you right. know, everything he talked about would get better the next week. Uh, you know, when they when they struggled offensively against Oklahoma State, he talked about the things they needed to do to get better and to be better on offense. And guess what? Against West Virginia, that offense just steamrolled them. Yeah. And he's talked about penalties, and it's gotten progressively better up until this week where it was flawless. They yeah. had no penalties. It's, 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 just, uh, uh, it's just give credit to the players and give credit to the coaching staff. He talks about it. He talks about what they have to get better at, and every week they do. It's amazing. It's really great. How about uh, the game by Abram Smith also? Career highs, 27 carries, career high, 188 yards, career high, three touchdowns. Abram Smith was just a pile driver on Saturday. And then Treston Ebner, we talked about him, 11 carries for 95 yards on Saturday also. Well, can I give myself a, a little yes, pat on the let's back? let's do that. Yes. Okay. So you now want me to I, do the pat on the back for you? Sure, sure. <laughs> so on Saturday, I mean Friday, you said uh, in this hour that you thought Baylor's uh, athleticism and speed, like the linebackers, but overall athleticism and speed would be a big difference in this game. Well, that's exactly the way things played out. Yeah, I, I compared it to kind of like when – Notre Dame or Big Ten school not that's not Ohio State plays a good SEC team, yep. you can just see the difference. And uh, I thought it would be most noticeable in the front seven and in the running backs and receivers, and I think that's where it was. I mean, I don't think that they – as J.J. mentioned the linebackers during the broadcast, it, you know, they, they hadn't seen linebackers that big and that fast. And I think the same was true with, uh, with uh, Ebner and Smith. Mm-hmm. They had, they had mm-hmm. seen big backs – they had seen fast backs. They hadn't seen backs, you know, that were big and fast. Big and fast, <laughs> right. and it showed, I mean, because they couldn't stop them. There were a couple of plays late in the game, fourth quarter. I think both of them were where Baylor had third down and gave the ball to Treston Ebner, and he stretched it out and got to the edge and got big first downs on both of those. And uh, I think Ricky Thompson said it on our broadcast. That shows the athleticism and speed there of Treston Ebner getting to the edge and being able to run for first downs and keep those drives alive. Yeah, and that's just an amazing one-two punch. You know, it's, it's such a luxury to have two backs that you can rotate, you know, that are that good, that, and Baylor does with Ebner and Smith. How about this? Uh, so, Abram Smith, a converted uh, linebacker. And, of course, Dylan Doyle is a linebacker that sometimes lines up on offense. And Jerry Hill wrote about this after the game on Saturday. Those two linebackers, if you will, uh, 28 carries for 190 yards and five touchdowns between them. Five touchdowns. And they were all offensive. None of those were defensive touchdowns. So uh, those linebackers, in air quotes, uh, Abram Smith and Dylan Doyle, very productive for Baylor on Saturday. Fun day, uh, beautiful day weather-wise. Uh, let's give credit to uh, Brigham Young and their fans, the way they turned out. Man, yes. they had a ton of fans at McLean Stadium. Well, and there was a few things that were really, really cool, but one of the one of the, one of of the the best things that I saw Saturday was after the game, 
when the Baylor players went to pray, the BYU players saw that as they were going to the locker room, yeah. stopped, went and joined them. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. You know, it really was. So Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot that. of things like that, but that yeah. was that was the one that stood out the most. That was really cool because BYU was headed to the locker room. They just lost, you know, a disappointing mm-hmm. game. Baylor was there at midfield and I'm sure they'd invited BYU to join them in prayer. And uh, sure enough they did. They turned around, came back and both teams knelt together in prayer. That was a uh, wonderful sight to see on Saturday. Uh, another fun part of it was having uh, Mark Jones and Robert Griffin III doing TV for ESPN on Saturday. So Rob may have had quite the weekend. Uh, he was uh, doing the homecoming things he never got to do when he was a student athlete here <laughs> because, you know, you're sort of, uh, you know, isolated. You're, you're quarantined with the team. He doesn't get to go to the pep rally usually on Friday night. Well, Rob was there on Friday night. He didn't get to watch or be in the homecoming parade. Well, he and his uh, wife, uh, Grete, were there in the homecoming parade <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> right. He didn't get to run with the Baylor line, but he and Grete did run in front of the Baylor line on Saturday. Yeah, and that was hilarious because... <laughs> did just, you see it? Did the, they the show compa- it on TV? Uh, I saw it on, on Twitter. Okay, uh, okay. But um, the the competitiveness just doesn't leave you, you know what I mean? Because this one <laughs> oh, guy ran past him, him and, and had a good 20 yards on him, and he's like... Nah, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna beat me. And, <laughs> right. And, and RG three just turned on the Jets, and he was the first one to hit the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> oh was, yeah. It was funny. Uh, so he and his wife were invited to lead the Baylor line running onto the field. They gave him a head start so they wouldn't get run over. I don't think he had to have a head start. I mean, nobody's gonna outrun Robert Griffin no. the third. And his wife is a former uh, track athlete at Florida State, so I think she could hold her own also. But here, here's Rob. So in our radio booth, the TV booth is right next to us. And JJ and I look over there, and here's Rob warming up in the TV booth, like stretching and doing some high steps over there. <laughs> and and JJ said, what's he doing? I mean, does he always warm up for a broadcast that way? And I said, no, he's going to run with the Baylor line. <laughs> so And he did it in his uh, – he took off his suit jacket, but he had on his suit pants and did put on tennis shoes. And then they gave him a Baylor line jersey to put on. And uh, so he's running in suit pants right. out there, the uh, the length of the field in front <laughs> of the Baylor line. And at first, you know, he and his wife uh, started out the same, and he blew past her. He kind of turned around looking at her, sort of waiting for her, and then he took off again. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw him later, I said, you left, uh, you left your wife uh, in the dust there, man. He said, yeah, every man for himself. <laughs> it was great. Uh, but, boy, that was so fun. And uh, it was great to have him back and uh, his wife, uh, Grete, there at the game. And, and Rob was loving it. I mean, he was loving all these things he got to do. Friday night, Saturday morning at the parade, and then Saturday running with the Baylor line. He was just loving doing that. So, fun weekend all the way around. Great weather continues uh, today. Another beautiful day here in Central Texas. Uh, We'll look back at the game on Saturday, let you hear uh, Coach Randa's postgame from Saturday. No press conference today because uh, no game this Saturday, an open date for the Bears. We can let you know that the uh, next game, Baylor, Texas, October 30th, has been set for an 11 a.m. kickoff. Aaron, I know you love those 11 a.m.s. Oh, yeah. Get, get, especially with the weather changing. Get, get right. Wake up 
early for a nice cool morning. Cold and, uh, morning. It may be cold. Get to the station 30. about 6.45. <laughs> so 7 a.m. for a Game Day Live, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, 11 a.m. kickoff. October 30th, Baylor and Texas. That's the next game uh, for the uh, now 20th ranked Bears. Number 20 in the coaches poll, number 20 in the AP poll, and very deserving of that ranking. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, take a break and be right back with more. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Quiet and calm conditions continue here in Central Texas with partly cloudy skies overnight. Low temperatures fall to 54 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, high of 81. And partly cloudy on Wednesday. It's going to be warmer with a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Hey Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7am to 11pm at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6am to 9pm at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just wanted a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. This is ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
Dallas Cowboys got an overtime win, beating the Patriots 35-29, heading into the bye week on top of the NFC East. Dak Prescott was in a walking boot after the game. He injured his calf on the final play of the game and is expected to be fine. Movement in the AP Top 25, Georgia remains number one, followed by Cincinnati at two, OU at three, Alabama number four, and Ohio State rounding out the top five. Oklahoma State is at number eight, and Baylor is in at number 20. Monday Night Football tonight, Buffalo at Tennessee, kickoff at 7.15 on ESPN. SPM. ALCS continues tonight. Astros at the Red Sox. First pitch at 7.08. That series is tied at one game apiece. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. song the one shining moment that plays at the end of the ncaa tournament and uh had plenty of baylor basketball highlights in it this past year why do we use that today well because the uh associated press men's basketball preseason top 25 poll is out today so just today uh gonzaga is uh far and away the number one team in the nation in the preseason poll Congrats to the Zags. UCLA is number two. Um, UCLA, a Final Four team last year. Remember, lost on that uh, half-court shot to Gonzaga last year in the Final Four. Kansas from the Big 12 is number three. Baylor will play them this year. Villanova is number four in the preseason. Baylor will play them this year in Waco, December 12th. Texas is number five. Baylor will play them at least twice this year. So the three, four, and five teams in the AP Top 25 poll, Baylor will play. Two of those, uh, three of those will be in Waco this season. The disrespect. Ah, so you're saying, <laughs> where's Baylor? All right, let's go on down the poll. Michigan is number six. Purdue is number seven. Baylor is number eight in the AP preseason poll. And you don't like that, Aaron. That gets you, uh, it gets you riled up. And I don't like it objectively not as you know i'm a huge baylor fan but i try to be objective and and you know you don't automatically rank the defending champs really high but and i know that they did lose four starters but the one starter they have coming back is has a chance to be a first team all-american he's that good they had a top 10 recruiting class and those guys are going to play right away and they had two outstanding transfers right you know come in <laughs> they're they they're going to be loaded again and so, I, and I definitely think they're better than the, uh, uh, I definitely think that they're better than the eighth team in the country. And yeah. they have the best coach in the country. Best coach in the so, country. So, I Absolutely. mean, you know, right, it's just, I, like I just, I think, I thought they would at least be top five. And when I saw eight, but hey, you want to give them more bulletin board material, yeah. you know, rank yeah. them third in the conference and eighth, eighth in yeah. the country after exactly. they, after they just, 
I mean, literally steamrolled their way to a national championship last year. Yeah, and that is the way it lined up in the Big 12 preseason poll. Kansas won, Texas two, Baylor three. So that's the way it lines up in the AP national top 25. Kansas three, Texas five, Baylor eight. Three teams from the Big 12 in the top eight nationally. How about that? Um, beyond that, Duke is number nine. Kentucky is uh, number 10. Illinois 11. Memphis 12, Oregon 13, Alabama 14. Baylor will play Alabama in Tuscaloosa this year, Big 12 SEC Challenge. Baylor will play Oregon this year in non-conference uh, up in Eugene, a road game. Uh, Houston coming off a Final Four trip. They are number 15, Arkansas 16, Ohio State 17, Tennessee 18, North Carolina 19, Florida State 20, Maryland 21, Auburn 22, St. Bonaventure 23, UConn 24, and Virginia 25. So that's the way it lines up in the Associated Press men's basketball top 25 preseason poll. Gonzaga 55 of 63 first place votes, far and away the number one team. And Drew Timmy, the preseason uh, AP uh, National Player of the Year. UCLA receives the other their eight first place votes they are number two uh, behind only Gonzaga so what that says is a, it stacks up for a great year in the Big 12 it stacks up for a great home schedule for Baylor told you those teams uh, Baylor will play in a very challenging uh, conference and non-conference schedule for coach Drew yeah and, I, yeah, and uh, I think that this year is going to be kind of especially top heavy though with as far as the the top top teams like last year was really top heavy because it was pretty obvious who the best two best teams in the country are i think there's about four or five teams this year three of them are big 12 teams yeah <laughs> uh, with kansas texas and uh baylor because i talked about you know how good baylor should be this year texas is absolutely loaded so is kansas so no disrespect to them they're going to be really good i just think yeah. baylor's going to be better and uh you know it, it's uh it's going to be an interesting season. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. should be a great season. Uh, November 12th, the season opener for Scott Drew and the Bears at home. They'll drop a banner. They'll uh, pre uh, present some hardware on November 12th. We look forward to that. And season tickets are available right now. If this gets your uh, blood churning, thinking about uh, the start of basketball season, go to BaylorBears.com or call 254-710-1000 for Baylor basketball season tickets. All right, fun to think about basketball. Uh, we'll go back to football when we come back. Let you hear our visit with Coach Dave Aranda following the game on Saturday, a 38-24 Bears win that makes Baylor bowl eligible for the 10th time in the last 12 years, getting to six wins. But it's great that uh, it's just, uh, you know, the next next game, the stop along the way, you know, for Baylor, not even a stop, kind of a marker along the way for Coach Aranda and this team as they get to 6-1 and one on the season. Yeah, I know a, a lot of people had doubts about whether they hit that six-win mark and be bowl eligible, and I'm not going to lie. I was one of them. You know, you didn't know what to expect coming off a two-win season, but uh, the staff and the team were not among those people. They, I don't think they had any doubt that they were going to be bowl eligible, and that's why it's, yeah, okay, that's it's great that we reached that milestone, but we've got – bigger fish to fry that's so it. to speak that's exactly you know. right yeah yeah which is a great attitude to have same with the ranking yeah we're back mm -hmm. in the poll we're number 20 still making a big deal let's uh keep chopping wood keep uh keep moving forward with the process all right let you hear from coach aranda when we come back john morris show brought to you in part by 
The Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Now, they are closed today. They'll be back open tomorrow. Closed today to uh, catch their breath and uh, regroup and then go at it again after a very, very busy and successful weekend. Remember, they had Friday Night Live on Friday. They had the game day uh, tailgate at Knox Hall on Saturday. And then yesterday, the Bear Homecoming Victory Brunch. Oh, can you imagine how uh, how uh, excited everybody was to go to that brunch on Saturday on Sunday after the Baylor win on Saturday? I heard uh, on the elevator on Saturday somebody was behind me and I can't identify who it was, but they were talking about uh, you know going to the Baylor Club. They were from out of town and said, "Yeah, we ate at the Baylor Club last night, meaning Friday night." He said, and then we're looking forward to that brunch on Sunday. <laughs> And I thought, there you go, there you go. That's making it a full Baylor Club weekend. So uh, that is available to you if you want information on membership to the Baylor Club. Go to thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call to ask questions, 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the thanks to Bill. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram too or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Did you know the arrow in Amazon's logo represents A to Z? Maybe the My Computer Career logo should represent unemployed to employed. Ryan was out of work when he started classes in March. In September, he started his IT career working for... Amazon, making more money than he ever thought possible. Here's a prime opportunity. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. The best prices on new or used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. A large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canet, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions, but not rush you through the shopping experience. Ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. 
Qualcomm Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po'boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the Boom Boom Shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit art supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is fourth down, fourth and inches. Bohannon under center. Takes the snap. He'll hand it to Abram Smith. He's in! Touchdown, Abram Smith. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. Bears end a long fourth quarter drive and go up 37 to 17 on the BYU Cougars. Uh, we went in today knowing that that was going to be a fight. You know, they run wide zone, we run wide zone. You know, we knew like, hey, we wanted to be the team. Like, we set that across. Like, hey, we're the better team at running wide zone. So, when we went into into the game, that's exactly what we wanted to do, and I, I think we did it. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like that courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield and Abram Smith in there. What a game for Abram Smith. Career highs in uh, rushes, yardage, and touchdowns. 27 for 188 and three touchdowns on the day. All right, Aaron, uh, you you say this right here. This is going to be the debut of the new nickname for Abram Smith. <laughs> I've been waiting. Okay, the U.S. Army uses the Abrams tank. Right, but right. But nobody's called him Tank Abrams. Oh, it's just oh, so oh, natural that is because good. of his running style and, you know, the, the – the Tank Abram. Yeah, so I we'll like see it. if it sticks. All right, very good. I like <laughs> it. You you heard it here first from Aaron Sexton. So uh, we'll 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 carry that torch for you. Okay, we'll right. carry that for, forward for you. John I, I, Morris show. I'm sorry. No, I just I gave it like five five weeks. I was like somebody's gonna say it. I mean, it's just so <laughs> natural. Well, just trying to get traction. Right. <laughs> see what I did there. Oh, yeah. There yeah. We go. All right. John Morris show brought to you in part by uh, Joe Kaleo and Kaleo Wealth management 
Kaleo Wealth Management's clients appreciate the fact that their Kaleo representatives work just as hard as they do to meet their family's financial objectives. They're at 200 West Highway 6 in Waco. Call 254-751-5050 for Kaleo Wealth Management. All right, I want you to listen in now to uh, post-game, our post-game visit with Coach Dave Aranda from Saturday. It follows the 38-24 win by the Bears over BYU. Again, no press conference today with Dave because uh, it's an open date this Saturday. But here is Coach Aranda following the win that got Baylor to 6-1 and one on the season. Coach, congratulations. Nothing makes a, a homecoming happy like a homecoming football win, and you guys did that today. No, well, thank you. You know, awfully, awfully proud of this team and, um, you know, the, the players, our players and our coaching staff. I think this was a standard game. You know, there really wasn't any outside you know, loss or any negative force that was kind of uh, pushing us to to go and do what, what we just did. It was more from inside and, and um, you know, living up to a standard, making decisions daily to uh, to be our best, you know, and uh, have our best Monday practice, Tuesday practice, and all that. I think that's what, what came out of today. Dave, uh, how big was the play of your offensive line that uh, paved the way for 303 rushing yards today? That was a big, uh, um, um, a big opportunity for us going into this game. Was was moving people um, that uh, take a lot of pride in defending the run and have a have a history of defending the run. And so, I think um, you know, I think our coaches did a great job of getting in formations that it, they gave uh, really good angles. And then I think um, most importantly, you know, I think our players really took to heart. The opportunity to, uh, to again establish our identity and to pound the rock, and uh, that's what they did. Other side of that was uh, you held BYU to 67 yards rushing today. Yeah, that was the flip side of that. You know, I think um, you know the they're they're a running team, yeah. a lot of pride in in running the football, and they run it on just about everybody, and so. It, it was one of those games to where um, you know they hit a shot play early and and um, we were not able to kind of contain that piece of it and so you know they were continuing to look for it and so I think all in that process you know the run game um, kind of slipped by them and so I'm thankful for that you know I think any any time that you uh, you cannot um, be pounded on. Right in a game that's kind of back and forth, I think it's advantage you. And Coach Randy, talk a little bit about kind of you know the approach you take. I hear the day to day, get that. Um, this team's getting better. You can tell. I can just watch them. You, you know, you talk about running the ball and blocking, and and from the Texas State game to now, you've seen the you know just the improvement. Talk about kind of you know the things you're doing, and then of course the other flip side of that is I know you've been a part of teams that the message didn't get across. But the message is getting across to this team, and from a coaching perspective, help us understand that how that how that happens. Um, you know, I think all the stuff going back to last year. I think I think that's a part of this. I think in how and how uh, things transpired, and how people were uh, were treated, and uh, to January to where there really wasn't really hardly any football. Um, with a whole new staff just about on one side of the ball particularly and not really taking not really doing football but just getting to know 
each other as a staff and getting to know our, our players and uh, spending time with our players and just uh, those relationships and that type of connection, I think that, you know, that drives whatever we're asking the guys to do. And then I think when you get to spring and you get to, and you get to summer, right, simple can be sophisticated. And so not getting out of bounds with this scheme or that idea or this new play or any of that and um, focusing on who we are and what, what we want our identity to be. And uh, a lot of times that's hard to do, man. I think so much of when I hear your question, you know, it's, I think um, it's, it's not allowing stuff from the outside to get on to the inside. And that's hard to do. And I think, you know, keeping relationships front and center, keeping uh, execution and effort front and center, those are kind of time-tested simple things, but I think a lot of people screw them up. And, and Coach, talk a little bit about today. I mean, you, you've kind of touched it in kind of the focus, but, you know, two teams that really the coaches know each other well because of the, the ties. But talk about, you know, knowing the bye week is coming, a couple weeks off, kind of kind of melding the game plan and keeping the guys focused. Talk about kind of the approach this week to, to fight through this one. Well, this was a standard game. I think, you know, the – I mean – Ideally, for for us, it would be to get as far away as possible as, you know, hey, we just had a win, so now we're going to be the fat cat and we're not going to show up. Or we just had a loss, and now we're going to be pissed off and we're going to come out kind of fighting, ready to go. And I think, you know, just that, which is so common, which I think makes college football, um, from a fan perspective, you know, entertaining uh, to watch, I think, from um, a team and a coach and a player perspective, you know, you don't want to be on that roller coaster. You know, you want to um, control the stuff you can control, right? You want to you want to stay tight as a team, put the team over the unit, put the team over the, over me, and um, and attack each day and make it the make it uh, uh, make it a standard day. And if you stack those days, you stack those wins. You know, that's a really good chance that's going to help you come Saturday. And so I think, you know, all of that, again, that's just that's difficult to do. I think it's not about doing the remarkable. It's about doing the unremarkable in a remarkable, consistent way. And uh, a lot of people don't do that. Dave, how about the uh, contributions by Dylan Doyle today on both sides of the ball? <laughs> yeah, you know, Dylan's glue, a glue guy for sure. I think he's got... You know, his heart's so big, his care factor for this team is so big. I think, um, you know, Dylan wants to be a coach one day. I think he's going to make a hell of a coach. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to have him as, um, as a leader on this team. And I think just all of these opportunities that are coming his way, man, he earned it. You know, by what he does and what he doesn't do, to be honest. And uh, excited for him. That was fun to watch. And we should mention uh, zero penalties today against you guys. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. That's crazy. How about that? Yeah. What do you do now on open date next Saturday? What's it look like uh, as you gear up for Texas in two weeks? There will be a fair amount of self-scout going on. I think there will be some one-on-one meetings with players and coaches. We'll have good, bad tapes. So, um, you know, here's kind of where we see you. This is where you're, we think you're at. Here's what we're doing well. Here's what we can improve on. Um, and so we'll kind of have a come to 
come to uh, uh, a consensus meeting with coaches and players. We'll do that. And then there'll be a fair amount of recruiting that's going on um, in terms of getting out and uh, visiting games and visiting high schools and all that. So, you know, um, final piece there would be the opponent breakdown and the uh, getting some early work done on Texas. And so it'll be a busy week, but we're excited for it. I think everyone um, with the opportunity to uh, um, to take some time and look at ourselves and what we can you know, and really kind of put our minds together on what we're doing well, what we're not, and what what systems we can improve, I think, will benefit us. Coach, congratulations. Thanks for the Congrats, visit. Coach. Hey, thank you. It's Dave Aranda with us, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield on Saturday night, following the win over BYU 38-24, the final score. Great to visit uh, with him. And, uh, again, no press conference today with no game coming up on Saturday. Next up, Baylor in Texas, set for an 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday, October 30th, the game to be televised by ABC on October 30th. All right, let's uh, let's take a break, uh, come back, wrap things up, give you some birthdays, look ahead, all of that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Ram Power Days going on now. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of daily driving. Ram, part of the family at Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. First and goal at the eight. Snap back to Bohannon. He's going to keep it. Run it left. He's in. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns Saturday, October 30th. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys got an overtime win, beating the Patriots 35 to 29, heading into the bye week on top of the NFC East. Dak Prescott was in a walking boot after the game. He injured his calf on the final play of the game and is expected to be fine. Movement in the AP Top 25, Georgia remains number one, followed by Cincinnati at two, OU at three, Alabama number four, and Ohio State rounding out the top five. Oklahoma State is at number eight, and Baylor is in at number 20. Monday Night Football tonight, Buffalo at Tennessee, kickoff at 7:15 on E. ESPN. ALCS continues tonight. Astros at the Red Sox. First pitch at 7.08. That series is tied at one game apiece. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. Again, beautiful weather here in Central Texas. Highs in the mid-70s. Uh, Aaron, it was uh, 46 degrees when I got up and walked the dogs this morning. Ooh, it was nice. Makes you want to get up early, doesn't it? Uh, I'll get up a little bit later because I, I like it over 50. Anything below 50 is cold to me. Really? So yeah. 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 You and Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> Anything under 70 is uh, cold for Hoot. Well, I, you know, I mean... I've been accused of being an old man, but I keep my <laughs> I keep my apartment 72, 73. Yeah. When it's now when it's really hot in the summer, it, it goes down to about 71. But yeah. when it's cold, like when it gets in the 30s or below, when it gets below 40, my apartment is at 76, 77. Oh, wow. It's toasty. Yeah. Okay. I don't like being All cold. Right. I can be hot. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm used to Texas heat. Right. Uh but I, I I don't like being cold. <laughs> it was nice. I I felt good walking the dogs this morning. All right, let me give you some birthdays. Or let me say this: uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next, four to six, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay tuned for Matt's thoughts on uh, not just the Baylor win on Saturday, but uh, pretty exciting Cowboys win yesterday. How about that? Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have uh, Kevin Longquist from Sikkim Sports on to talk about to talk Baylor, and then we'll also have. Uh, uh, Sam Conn Jr. from The Athletic and Glenn Stretch Smith both talking about the Cowboys' first victory over the Patriots in the 21st century. Gosh, saw really? that saw that little nugget on Twitter earlier today, but wow. yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> in the but 21st century, yeah, <laughs> uh, unfortunately true. That's wild. That was a fun game to watch last <laughs> night. Yeah, it uh, it was. It should have never got to overtime, but at least. At least they didn't make all those mistakes and then lose that game. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. that, it should have easily been a blowout, you know, for but uh, uh, early failure to convert on fourth down, a failure to convert on a goal line situation, which actually they did. Yeah, you know, I mean, how how does how does the referee unpile them? 
and uh, Dak is laying in the end zone. Yeah. I've never seen it not called a touchdown yeah. except for that yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they're playing the Patriots, definitely. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was listening to Brad uh, at that time, Brad Sham, and they were just incredulous that that wasn't a touchdown. Yeah, it's that. That's a first for me. Yeah. I mean, really, that, and that's uh, multiple people tweeted out. That's why there will be chips in the football pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd Especially be cool. in NFL. Yeah. They'll start with the NFL, but yeah, and have, you know, sensors at the goal right. line. Right. That's what it needs to be. Right. That way you just check it. Uh, you automatically know. You don't have, because you, you can't tell with that pile of bodies. Right. You can when you unpile them and he's at the bottom of it and he's halfway in the end zone. Uh, obviously, they couldn't, but. That would be cool. Chips and sensors to read when the football crosses the uh, goal line. Yeah, and it obviously with the, you know, uh, money involved, it'd be easiest for the NFL to do it first. But I, yeah. I think that's coming. That'd I be think. cool. That would be a nice addition. All right, we should also mention uh, baseball. Astros, Red Sox tied at a game apiece. They resume play tonight. Yeah, tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, moving to Boston. So uh, that'll be fun to watch. That's a, a series that's uh, headed towards seven games, I think. Red Sox and Astros. Dodgers and Braves are are they 1-1 or no 2-1 two two, Braves? Uh, yes. Is that right? It's 2-0 Braves, isn't it? Oh, 2-0. Okay, yeah, I believe yeah. that the uh, No, no, you're right. It is 2-0 okay. Braves. Yeah. yeah, and they've won they won both of those games with walk-off hits. Yes, so exactly. the Dodgers who I thought were after they obviously after uh after they beat San Francisco, right, right. uh were the best team left or in a lot of trouble. How about I those mean, Braves? Yeah. yeah. You got to give credit to them cuz They've got a real shot at the World Series. Uh, I mean, they, they obviously they did beforehand, but I just thought the Dodgers were better and would beat them probably in about five games. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not going to be five games, <laughs> and, and the Dodgers better get a win pretty quick because they're, they're, they're uh, behind the eight ball, so to speak. Day off today, National League Championship Series. They're headed to L.A., and they'll resume play tomorrow out in Los Angeles. All right, some birthdays to mention today. How about this? Top of the list, birthdays today. Happy birthday to... Mac Rhodes, Baylor's director of athletics, best athletic director in the country. Happy birthday, Mac. Happy birthday. Yeah, starting out with a big one today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not that it's all downhill so that, from there. So within a week, Coach Aranda and, and Mac Rhodes have birthdays. Coach Aranda was the 29th, I think, yeah. Okay, so, so a little more. A couple weeks, yeah. A couple weeks, okay. But happy birthday to Mac Rhodes today. Others. Uh, let me add to the list. Bravion Roy's birthday today. Played uh, defensive nose guard for the Bears. Now with uh, Carolina. Happy birthday to him. Cassidy Paxton works with us in um, football uh, video, the football video area. Happy birthday to her. Came to Baylor from Liberty University. Jay Black's birthday today. Uh, Jay, if I've got this right, is the big 5-0 today. Jay with the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Trevor Clemens Valdez, uh, former Baylor defensive lineman. Trevor's birthday today. Uh, who else is? Oh, it's Jeter Basden's birthday today. Jeter, you and Mac tie for number one. Uh, happy birthday to Jeter Basden, reti retired from Baylor and an avid listener here of ESPN Central Texas. Happy birthday, Jeter. Love you, brother. And uh, I think that's all I've got today. Aaron, anybody to add to that list? A couple. Producer Chuck Lorre turns 69 today, the producer of The Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men. Probably okay. probably the two biggest or two of the biggest uh, sitcoms of the last, you know, decade or so. Maybe even longer than that, with the, especially with The Big Bang Theory. But in its prime, Two and a Half Men, before Charlie Sheen left, was 
the biggest comedy on TV. Yeah. So it's good staying power yeah, there. Uh, it's, so he's uh, he's made a lot of money, obviously, too, because you can still catch both of those shows on a lot of channels in reruns. And uh, Jean Claude Van Damme turned sixty one. Oh, right. Star of Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> he did make your list. He did, yeah. yeah. He did. I know that was borderline whether he was going to you know, make it or I not. Just, I, I, <laughs> even though it was, it was, well, it was supposedly loosely based on, on someone's life story, and then there's a lot of disagreement as to whether a lot of the events <laughs> happened, the movie itself, in a cheesy 80s way, was really, really awesome. <laughs> so just for Bloodsport, he makes That's it. He didn't do much after that. <laughs> All right, uh, go back to Saturday. Happy birthday to Byron Weathersby. Byron Weathersby's birthday was on Saturday as well. we got to go. Matt Mosley is next. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, Lord Willing. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Happy birthday to Mac Rhodes and stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making time for me. Really, <laughs> seriously, thank you.